yeah, thanks for coming on. And this is our royal special. I got a, a, the appropriate attire. <laughs> He's got a pizza in his hand. Oh, my He's... goodness. I'm going to have to grab my crown then. Please tell <laughs> me you're selling those, Ryan. I do. Oh, God. <laughs> you're going to sell a million of them. Do you know Corey Hughes? I do. Mutual. Yeah, I was just talking to him. He's like, oh, I know Charlie. I was like, oh, well, we're going on air in a bit. I know. I was just going to say, so, oh, great, Sean. Awesome. Yeah, Ryan, I love your stuff. I, it's the first time I've met you, but uh, Corey and I are always in communication, and he's uh, he's uh, he's trying to figure out the Kennedy thing, you know. Hey, say that again on air because I'm promoting a Kennedy thing. So <laughs> <laughs> he loves He loves your work, that's for sure. He's like, just give me another clue. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give him like files on Jack Valente. And he's like, thank you. And disappear for two weeks. <laughs> yeah. And then I get the messages. Guess what? Oh, Jack, yeah. What's going on here? So. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I've been away for two weeks, but I'm hoping you guys can update us on the latest Royal and Epstein news. Anything that's happened in the past couple of weeks. Well, I have something that, that just came out that it, it's sort of tangential to, to the Epstein uh, thing, but it's, uh, it just hit zero hedge. And that is that uh, our good friend Leon Black has been sued by a Russian model for yep. wow. sexual acts. Uh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't deny the relationship. Said it, it's, he'd been with her for six years. Of course, he's married. Not that that matters to him, but um, the lawsuit is pretty, pretty damaging. And um, they think that that might be the reason why he wound up uh, leaving Apollo a couple months early. He was planning to retire anyway, but uh, they got him out of there in a hurry. And they think that this might be the reason why. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, think that'll open the door to other potential survivors then now. Black, Dubin, and Wexner continued to finance Epstein after he'd been arrested. Yeah. Which lets you know everything you need to know. Yeah. Did you guys watch um, all this news that came out about Prince Harry blaming the BBC and the reporter Bashir for his mom's death? I did not see that. Yeah, I, I, I saw it. I, that's not the first time that um, Bashir's been accused of that. He got that same treatment with the Michael Jackson interview, if you remember, a long time ago. He's, mm. um, you know, he's kind of look, he's a mainstream media reporter, which means he's A, bad at his job, B, a weasel, and C, a pathological liar. So am I surprised? No, I'm not surprised. But if, I mean, if the royal family can't control this, when you've got the BBC in your back pocket, then it's kind of on them as far as I'm concerned, because, you know, they, they're the gatekeepers, they control all the access. If you're going to let this guy in, and he's not going to tell the story in the right way, um, then why why would they let him in? So I think that that's you know I, I'm I'm no fan obviously of the mainstream media. I think they're reprehensible scumbags, and and I don't doubt anything that that uh, Prince Harry said about this. I I doubt what Prince Harry says about lots of other things, but uh, no, I'm not I'm not surprised at all. But what where I am surprised? <laughs> CNN's is that, whisper in his ear, just blame Russia. Right. <laughs> is there a Russia angle here? Can we can we somehow do that? They had their lowest rating in 30 something years, CNN did. I was like, well, I guess Trump's out and you have nothing to talk about. The dinosaur media. Yep. The the, the legacy media. It's on its way out. So do you guys That's think ban us. do you guys think all this trouble for the royal family is symptomatic of 
them losing the power then and when QE2 goes the whole thing is at risk I think it's a number of things like I think Prince Andrew had to be the worst news for the royal family in a long time I mean that train wreck interview I would pay for him to do another interview I've never laughed so hard I don't think it was supposed to be comedy but if they could do the Prince Andrew reality show just follow that dope around for 24 hours I mean that was so damaging not only to him but the whole royal family because they're you know they're abetting his crimes they should have thrown him under the bus and said hey that's all on him not us the only time he really his voice rose was when he's like only me not the royal family right but that has to be the most damaging thing more than anything harry's done more than anything charles did it's andrew i mean he's with nygaard and epstein in fact the, the calendar just changed because it's june and this is coincidence but the quote is prince andrew the kevin bacon of pedophile rings <laughs> <laughs> If you're interested in the Epstein case, I take a much deeper dive in my books, which are available worldwide than Amazon. We've got Who Killed Epstein, Prince Andrew or Bill Clinton. Virginia Guffrey alleged that Epstein ordered her to have sex with Prince Andrew three times, including an orgy on the Pedo Island, which included underage European girls. On the Lolita Express, Bill Clinton was photographed with Epstein's sex slaves. After Epstein was suicided, both men denied any knowledge of his crimes. This book examines the roles of Epstein and his accomplices in the Honey Trap operation and the likelihood of a royal prince or an ex-president being co-conspirators in his assassination. That's Who Killed Epstein. Then I've got Elite Predators, from Jimmy Savile and Lord Mountbatten to Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell. In 2022, Ghislaine Maxwell was sentenced to 20 years in prison after she had procured teenage girls for Epstein and his predator pals. The connections included the most powerful people in the world, ranging from royal family members such as Prince Andrew to former presidents, including Bill Clinton. While the mainstream media protects the innermost circles of the establishment, this book reveals the harrowing truth of elite child molesters and the calculated methods they employ to conceal their horrific activities, which often span decades. And then more recently, I've released Untouchable Jimmy Savile, Savile was a practicing Catholic who raped young boys and girls and had sex with corpses. He was a God-fearing believer who participated in satanic rituals. He was an unprecedentedly generous charity fundraiser who was too tight to buy his own meals. He was a friend of princes and dukes who ate bacon sandwiches at his local greasy spoon. He was a peace activist who tied up troublemakers in his nightclubs and had them brutally beaten. He was a furry godfather who hated children. Untouchable Jimmy Savile demolishes the mainstream media narratives portrayed in Netflix's and the BBC's documentary. And we show that Savile's behavior was enabled by the most powerful members of the establishment for whom he was a fixer and a procurer. So these three books are available worldwide on Amazon, paperback, ebook, audiobook. They've got hundreds of five star reviews. Check them out. <laughs> that's what he is i mean he took time away from his family vacation to go hang out with peter nygaard in the bahamas you all know he, what they, they weren't he didn't go there to play foosball and eat lunch you know that everybody knows what he was doing uh nygaard was getting traffic victims from haiti from the clintons and uh possibly epstein was too i don't have hard evidence on that but 
you know, a lot of witnesses talking about it. So I think what happened was because of, of Prince Andrew, a lot of people who don't really pay attention to this outside the UK got interested because it became global, you know, the crimes. And so more eyeballs are on it who have no like Americans, Canadians, we don't have any affinity for Royals. There are no loyalists. There's just what's a Royal, you know? And so it's very easy and it snowballs. And now, you know, it's always been there, you know, and they don't have the ability to wash this away and just, you know, people look and see the scum that they are and uh, how degenerate the whole family is. And uh, it goes all the way back, you know, as far as you want. So so you guys have researched the flight logs and the planes and all that kind of stuff. What is it about the 727 airplanes that Nygaard and Epstein used? They like them because you can put down that rear staircase mid-flight. As long as you're under, I think, 10,000 feet or so, it won't depressurize the cabin. So as you know, Sean, they like the CIA used to like to use them for Southern Air Transport. They used to like to use them in Vietnam. You can throw stuff out. You can... Um, use them as cargo planes that, you know, sort of makeshift cargo planes. So my question is, yeah, you can uh, put the rear staircase down and that gives you a second way in and out of the plane. That doesn't really interest me, but the fact that you can deploy it during flight means that you can throw things out during flight. And what are you throwing out? Are you throwing people out? I mean, it sounds insane, of course, but but considering we're talking about people that are involved in human trafficking, I don't think anything is off the table. If somebody is going to suggest that it could be used to, to throw people out of uh, mid-flight, well, look, that sounds like something you would do if you were a deranged psychopath. But then again, all these people fit that criteria. So I say it stays in, in the realm of, of consideration because... Look, why else would you have, you know, you're talking about extremely wealthy people and a lot of people that are wealthy have private jets. Most of them have newer models, Gulf streams, uh, you know, things like that, that are not 50 years old. 727s are, are old. This is like driving a big jalopy, like flying a, a big old Cadillac around. And if you've got a billion dollars or several hundred million dollars, you can afford whatever you want in the way of airplanes. So the question is, yes, I understand that these planes are cheaper to um, maintain because there's uh, the way they're, they're built. There's a lot of parts available at affordable prices, but these guys didn't strike me as types of guys that were clipping coupons or anything like that. So I don't think been it a was- tax write off since Bush the lesser. Also, he did that with SUVs too. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. Back. But, you know, if you want to move around drugs or something, that can go out the back as well. Yep. 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 Mm -hmm. You can you can move a lot. Whatever you want to move, you don't have to land somewhere to get it off and have to deal with customs and the questions and things like that. Not that they don't have people in positions to make that go away, but still uh, just drop the staircase and chuck it out. Epstein had the same planes as DynCorp. I'm sure you guys know that story. Yeah. Maybe the audience doesn't. I don't know. But DynCorp not only busted human trafficking, but also are wording their own employees, uh, drugging them and gang are rape, are wording. Dang it. <laughs> I hate the censors. You know what I'm saying? Doing that to their own employees. One of them woke up. She woke up in the middle of it. And this should have been Abu Ghraib level news. But of course, even Abu Ghraib wasn't Abu Ghraib level news as it ought to have been. And they were doing that to, prisoners in that location as well 
and filming it. So when you're talking about psychopaths that torture people and um, I don't know how to say this, uh, play that R word to boys in the back and give the tape to their moms uh, at Abu Ghraib. And they're the, a mixture of sort of black water slash triple canopy. They're sort of mercenaries logistics company that does that to their own employees. And of course they traffic people out of what Yugoslavia, what used to be Yugoslavia, all the Balkan area, Iraq, um, Azerbaijan and other places. So, and, and Epstein's shares tail numbers allegedly with Dynecore. But if you look a little deeper at that, a lot of his uh, hedge fund buddies and these MIC people at Dynecore and who almost exclusively live off of government welfare, right, are benefiting from Epstein's uh, white collar financial crimes where they're moving around toxic assets and then issuing in commercial paper that never should have gone into money markets and all these people benefit. And then, of course, a lot of the money laundering institutions they're using, foundations as well as universities and so on, <clears throat> uh, those banks will just get bailed out anyway. So, you know, no one's ever held accountable, but the yarn is there to pull on with Epstein being arrested, Burnell's been arrested, Maxwell's arrested, Nygaard's been arrested. And if we start pulling on that, you're going to find out a lot more than just the human trafficking, like the level of white collar crime and financial theft is larger than anyone can imagine. And it goes all the way to the top. I hope you're enjoying the podcast. I've got some exciting news to announce. Michael Francis is coming back to tour the UK in 2024. The remade Mantor, the Michael Francis story. Michael Francis, once named one of the 50 most significant mob bosses in the USA by Fortune magazine, and a former member of the notorious Colombo crime family, will take you deep into the world of organized crime, sharing captivating tales and insights into the mafia's past present and future join us for an unforgettable evening with michael francis the original goodfella as he exclusively sits down with myself sean atwood with me as the host there's going to be a no holes barred exploration of michael francis's life including his numerous arrests and jury trials that ultimately led to his pleading guilty to a federal racketeering charge, a 10-year prison sentence, and $15 million in restitution. You will have the unique opportunity to ask questions during an audience Q&A session, making this event a must-see for true crime enthusiasts and anyone curious about the underworld. Don't miss this explosive in-conversation with Michael Francis. Live on stage in the UK, this exclusive in-person event will be held in various locations in the UK, Ireland and Scotland. Link in the description box below this video if you want to grab yourself a ticket. Back to the podcast. Cheers.